It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. For my man Cardale. We got Cardale. Let's go. Fashion or fandom with the Yankee hat? Oh, man. I, a little bit a little bit of both, and I'm so sorry I had to jump on the Cleveland show being a native and rocking my Yankee <laughs> hat. But I, I just appreciate great Sell out. Jaw, man. I'm a Cleveland <laughs> Yankees and Dodgers fan. I'm sorry. I'm not a bandwagon guy. I grew up like that. And it's heartbreaking because in the playoffs, I just get hammered because they all usually cancel themselves out. But you would think (laughs) with me being such a a fan of three great organizations, I would have more success in the um, World Series, but I don't. Sound sound like a sellout to me. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Cardell, man, people in the chat saying that you look like a young 50 cent. That's what he does. You got the 50 right there. What's up? Right. Yeah. Hey, with inflation, yeah, he's 75 up? cents. you net. Yeah. Cardio. Act right. Cardio, obviously. I'm like this the whole show now. He's 75 cents. Something wrong with him. Hey, Cardio, yeah. here's the important question. So, we were talking before about how LeBron mm. is the most hyped athlete coming out of high school in the history, uh, and I'm 50, Jay's at late 50s, it, 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 in the old, he's the most hyped athlete, and he lived up to it and more. And Tyvis said, what about me? Does Tyvis have the biggest ego you have ever met <laughs> in your entire life? Goat. Um, By far. And I've been around some <laughs> egotistic guys, but Tyvis, just like he couldn't let go that that L he just got in a little true and false game, man. I didn't the lose. ego is... <laughs> I don't I even understand how you guys are doing this show under a roof right now. This I know show it's should tough. be outside to let his ego breathe. I'm so, I didn't lose the game. That's the thing. Yeah, I know you didn't. You actually were right. Are you going on the Buckeye cruise, by the way? I am. I am. First time in a couple of years, so excited. Um, I know they have a, a new uh, format when they come to the ship and then some of the new destinations. So pretty excited, not just for a mini vacation, but to interact with the people who supported me and, and Tybus and, you know, um, over our careers at, at the Buckeyes and, and pretty much even past that. So it's always a good time. And I'm pretty sure Tybus, I told you guys a lot about the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer, Lisa, Chris, um, Kyle, Kim, uh, Nikki, they do an unbelievable job in all the volunteers of making it a great experience, not just for the current players, former players, now current players as well, but all the cancer survivors and the people who support it. It is a great cause. What do you think about Glenville and, and Teddy finally getting that, that state championship, that elusive state championship here in Ohio? Um, it's exciting. Um, I'm happy for those guys. My nephew used to run it back there to Shante Jones. And, you know, the last time I've been to the Hall of Fame field was actually my junior year when I lost in a state championship game. So going back to see them finally cap it off was a, uh, a definitely a lifetime experience that I will always cherish. And to see him in that moment and to perform at a high level. Um, I just told him, hey, make sure the outcome is different. Make sure the outcome that night is different from uh, what was it, 12 years ago when I was there. So <laughs> um, they capped it off. Shouts out to Coach Gannon and Glenville. They did some 
unbelievable and uh it was just a great feeling um, not just for myself but our community to to that really say Glenville football is back you know Cardell I've always you know I've watched your career I grew up in Canton and and went to McKinley um I've always watched your career and you know I even told Tyvis this I said man we get on more I'm at, I definitely asked him this question <laughs> for me you had one of the greatest three game stretches I've ever seen in my life. I mean, to be honest with you, man, like, and then you were in a predicament in a, a position where it's like, okay, you got three quarterbacks on the roster, right? It's, it's you Braxton Miller. Um, and what's his name? JT JT Baird. And you came back for for another year. How hard was it of a decision? To make that decision to come back to Ohio State after you your stock and your name blew up. Um, was that a tough decision for you? Um, you know what? Not necessarily. I think everything was happening so fast during that time period. Uh, people got to understand that was the first year of the college football playoffs, which extended the season, pushed the season back almost two weeks. So with that being said, you know, the national championship game was usually played, I think, like on the first or the second um, uh Monday of the year with a BCS era and then guys after that had a solid two and a half weeks or whatever it was to declare for the NFL draft so now you get a chance to put your name out there and get some fillers um, to really decompress and think about you know the next steps in your career well I had two days so coming off the high wow. of a national championship game and the high of everything that was happening with the college football playoffs and all the hype and all of this stuff, I, I didn't even have a time to even think about it. And I, you know, only a few people know this, and I guess I'm making it public now. I didn't even really sleep for about, you know, probably in that week and a half, probably a couple of days before the game until, you know, the following week after the game, I probably had a rough six seven hours of sleep wow you know so just being on that emotional roller coaster of okay well i didn't have time to think about that and then when i try to think about it um you know some rumors had came about when um you know some coaches have may have said some negative things about me and press or to uh nfl uh scouts when it came to hey why does this guy have not started this whole time this team looked completely different without this guy so i personally believe that would have hurt my stock as much as anything that I've done in those three games. Wow. How wow. did you, the, the next year, obviously, and h how did you feel like that whole situation was handled? Uh, whether it was how Urban Meyer handled it, how you as a player handled it, how stressful was it that next year? Uh, thinking back, what, what do you think about how it was handled and what could have been done differently by Urban, by you, by anybody? <clears throat> Um, I, I think as a player, you always have a chance to reflect and say what you could have done different, what, what you know, if you was in that situation again, and uh, how would you go about certain things. But, yeah, I think stressful was the least of the um, – I mean, that's a nice way to put it because of the inconsistency, not just with myself, but the play calling. Um, and this is not clearly to throw anyone under the bus because sure. I'm on, you know, I had to, I had talk with the people who was all in those situations from coach Meyer to coach Warner to, to coach Tim Beck, who was my quarterback coach to JT to Braxton. So this is not to throw anyone under the bus, but that 2015 season, they never allow us as players on the offensive side of the ball to feel comfortable with the play calling or with, within our position. We had so many playmakers and we knew it's only one football. 
right? So what I think our coaches was doing was trying to keep everybody happy. When we never had that mentality, we had, okay, hey, we understand some games we might have to run the ball 42 times a game and, and throw it 10 times, but we got to win the game. And, you know, Zeke got to swallow that pill if we got to throw the ball 42 times a game and when we run it 10 times. Everyone understood that. And you had the emergence of Curtis Samuel. You had Jalen Marshall. You had uh, Dontre Wilson. You had Zeke in the backfield. You had all these guys on the outside. And there's only one football, let alone you got two quarterbacks that are proven to be capable enough to win you some football games. So I think, and that's the prime example of out-coaching yourself. I think that's what we did um, from weekend to week-out basis. Um, you look at, after we played the Virginia Tech game, um, you know, which primarily was, a, I was the starting quarterback and JT got in during some, kind of some mop-up duty and he did some great things. But then they tried to run a two-quarterback system, which we all was against. You know, me and JT were so different when it came to the quarterback position. Um Trying to get our offense tailored to both of our playing styles during one game plan, I mean, you get the results that you got. Mediocre performance. I'm not just by myself, but him as well. And I can remember during that season, uh, week in and week out, calling Coach Herman because he had just left to take the head coaching job at Houston, who was our offensive coordinator the year before, the quarterback coach who led us to the national championship game. Um, just vending my frustrations like, man, you know, they're trying to let us start the game off, and then when we get – pass the 40, put JT in and do all this other stuff. Then we do this. And do, like, it was just so frustrating that, you know, and he even said, he's like, yeah, both of you guys playing like crap. You know, JT was potentially, <laughs> yeah, JT was potentially going to win the Heisman the year before if he didn't get hurt. And for him to play the way he did as well the year, the following year in this two quarterback system or trying to rotate us during certain times, we both looked like crap until, you know, Coach Meyer finally made the decision to bench me and start him, you know, um, the rest of the, after the Penn State game that year. Ironically, I was just talking about that yesterday. Um, and then now him having that comfortability and that saying, hey, I'm the guy no matter what, you know, which you want your quarterback to have that comfortability level, um, he started to excel in his play. Well, I'll let you know that from a defensive standpoint in 2015, we hated y'all. Y'all were terrible. With that being said, um, I agree. Tell it. I agree. What, what is you into now? You know, apparently you signed to start playing football again. Let us know about that. How did that decision come? Because we know you went to the NFL, uh, went to the XFL, spent a little bit of time in the CFL, and now you're going off to another league. So tell us about that. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Yeah, indoor football lead is another form of arena. I know, and I just actually heard arena, official arena football leaders coming back this year as well. Um, well, next year, I think. But, yeah, so I'm up in uh, Boston, Massachusetts here in the beginning of March and starting the season with the Massachusetts Pirates. Like, I'm excited about the game is different. Clearly, the, the field is a lot shorter. I think it's uh, 50 yards. I'm still getting adjusted to some of the rules and things like that. But looking forward to the opportunity and going out there and being in a team atmosphere and slinging the ball around. Um, I got to be careful because, you know, the field's on me. 50 yards deep from end zone. <laughs> oh, oh, we lost him. 
Yeah, he just risk it, and it would go from one end zone to the other. Right. Pretty much. Yeah, I pretty much can sneeze. Yeah. The ball would probably be <laughs> through the uprights. Uh, but, yeah, so, no, but excited for the opportunity. And also I just saw, you know, they picked up another Buckeye, uh, Brandon White, you know, who uh, oh, you know, played, I think, yeah. three. Yeah, played three years of the Buckeyes and spent his last year or two at Rucker, I want to believe. And um, so I'm excited for that. Always good to have Buckeyes in the locker room. So, um, you know, we'll see what the opportunity leads to. But it's an opportunity to get back, you know, doing something I love to do and uh, hopefully scoring a lot of points. All right, what, what about the Buckeyes, the NIL? They going to offer kids $13 million? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> um, if they do that, I might have to go uh, and exhaust my fifth-year option. <laughs> uh, my fifth year eligibility if they if they doing stuff like that. But yeah, man, I think the NIL world, man, is forever changing and I think, you know, um some of the things that Ohio State is trying to do when it when it comes to um in house and outside sources like, you know, like the collective me and my buddy Brian Shinestein started the foundation. Um is trying to provide great opportunities for the Buckeyes, trying to help them any way we can and continue to recruit and uh play our part in I'm attracting quality student athletes. Cardell, there's a lot that the average fan probably doesn't know in terms of how this NIL deal works. Explain exactly what it is that you and Schottenstein, like it's, it, it almost is like a, a clearinghouse. How does this work? This, this doling out of money, is the coaching staff involved? Is the university involved? How does it, how does it all play out? So, no, the coaching staff in university is involved. So we would love to be more interactive with the university on the side of things at NIL because at the end of the day, we're doing this for them. But for whatever reason, Ohio State um, isn't as um, supportive uh, we would like them to be when it comes to not just us as an entity, but us to help raise funds to ultimately provide NIL opportunities for your players to continue to help your coaches make millions of dollars a year. I don't understand how they not as supportive and want to jack their feet on things like that. It's mind blowing. Why would they not be supportive? (laughs) You guys are the Um, checkbook. (laughs) Is there actually, Um, is there friction between the two entities? I wouldn't say friction. I just think that um, more things that they could be doing. Of recent, you see a school like Alabama um, pour so many resources into their NIL. You see um, Nick Saban jumping on a video, their AD on a video. You got players on a video talking about their collective, donate and support their collective, how it helps oh, um, Alabama, how it's going to continue to help them uh, stay competitive in the recruiting world and provide much needed opportunities for the student athletes. And, you know, they're, you know, this is the coach, this is the AD, this is the face of the university wow. um, going out and publicly saying, hey, get behind this because this helps us. And I can only imagine what. Uh, a, a, a 30 minute out of a 30 minute day for, you know, the higher ups of Ohio State, if it's coaches, if it's ADs, if it's whoever, to make a clip like that or to support us publicly like that, what that can do, not just for us, but ultimately for them. And for whatever reason, we don't have that support. It's above wow. my pay grade. And I'm sense. just going to continue to, yeah, I'm just going to continue. We're going to continue to do what we can. And, you know, and, um, you know, thankful for everybody who supported us through this time with the foundation and all our supporters and donors and everyone and knowing that, you know, all of this is for the student athletes at Ohio State. As a fan, it's frustrating. Where does Ohio State stand in terms of money raised? Like how does, how does Ohio State's NIL pool compared to Alabama and Texas, which I know should be Texas high as any of them. You would think that it would be I, as high when, as when any you of think of, 
Yeah, when you think of the NIL pool, I would I would I would compare those to the collectives, right? I would say okay, but you look at the Texas collectives, you look at the you know other school collectives. They're using the school trademarks. The school they're on the school's websites. The schools are publicly endorsing these people, publicly endorsing these entities because they know that this is what the fans want to see. They know that Austin is going to help their programs stay competitive. That's and, disappointing. Um, like the Ohio State's before, not doing it, that. Well, I mean, you think it's disappointing as a fan, but how do you think I feel as a former player? Sure. <laughs> yeah. So a former player as a supporter that, you know, and then another thing about this, you know, this is not my job. Like, you know, we created this, me or him, no one on our staff, our staff, which we don't really even have, um, takes a salary. You know, we have very minimum overhead because, you know, a lot of my time is spent on the phone educating and talking to um, recruits and talking to families, letting them know about NIL, letting them know about the, everything Ohio State has to offer outside of the Woody Hayes facility. Clearly, I can't talk about that stuff. They know they're going to get um, great training and things like that with Coach Mick and great coaching by Coach Day and those guys. But, you know, my role, our role to try to fill in those gaps of where other schools are being competitive, and that's in the NIL world. You know, so um, with all that being said, it would have definitely helped if we had more publicly support and um, proactive things from the university. But for, but you know, from my experience, whether it's so far, you know, we had the coaches, Coach Day, Coach, um, you know, Holman at our events last year, and I mean, they're clearly all above it. I mean, all for it because clearly it helps them continue to make a lot of money a year and continue yep. to uh, recruit and have great student athletes. But wherever that decision is coming from that's dragging their feet on, you know, not supporting us or not doing some of the things that's allowed, not doing some of the things that's allowed by the NCAA, that's above my pay grade. And I would imagine it's above their pay grade as well. Well, you know, I'm, I'll, I'll tell you this, Cardell. I'm not, you know, I, I'm a straight shooter. You know, everybody asks, well, why is this not going on? I don't understand it. Cardell, why would this thing? Why would they not? Well, they're not involved because they cashing checks and they millionaires. Why would I want to give you some money when I'm going to get my money regardless? Well, if you want to keep getting that money, you better spend it. Well, See, well this, I think, yeah, I think you, 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 I think they shot themselves in the foot with the football program this past year that they um, released that they made over 60 million, something like that, or revenue, <laughs> or something crazy like that. But yet, you know, you're going to fans to tell them that you need money for your players. So they doing GoFundMe's well, now. They going to GoFundMe, yeah, cash well, thing. Well, they not even they not even doing GoFundMe's. They're just like they're just like, hey, yeah, we we you publicly saying, hey, we need X amount of dollars in NIL space, but yet you boasting about your football program made sixty million dollars. How does that make sense? Yeah. How do you need anything when that program? So I'm pretty sure, like I said, as other schools is doing it, finding ways to some of the money they're generating through their athletic programs that's going to some of their collectives and just going in different directions to eventually go back to their players to continue to help them um, keep these high paying jobs. Because like I said before, and I made this analogy, you know, um, with guys, and this is no offense to no other school. I'm going to use Toledo in an example. You know, clearly Toledo Ohio State is on two different levels. But if Ohio State doesn't act right and get their stuff together when it comes to, um, I think, just the NIL world, and, and I think the foundation is one of the ways they can make that happen, and they want to act like the Black O is worth so much stuff and all this other stuff. Well, we all know why is it worth so much because of the football program. And, no, and that's no disrespect to the basketball 
women's basketball, any other 38 sports, 36 sports. But we know what pays for those sports eventually. And if they don't get their act together in the IL world, they're going to start seeing that, you know, Ohio State, that work is going to continue to go down. Yep. You know, so you look up that, that you know, you look up in five to ten years and we don't get this thing under wraps, then, you know, how I say it, be think of a pass. You know, Cardell, one of the things that I've always found interesting about Ohio State, I've, I've dealt with them on the media end for 25 years. They, they love control, whether it's control of the images. I remember <clears throat> they were ahead of the curve where they were telling photographers, you can't take pictures at our game and sell them. Those belong to us. And they licensed all of that stuff. It's like, mm-hmm. to me, as a fan of the program growing up in this state, I've loved everything about Ohio State, but it seems sometimes they try to, be, they try to get their fingers in every little pot that's going I'm worried about, in talking to you, I'm worried about where this NIL thing is going because you're right. If if they don't keep up with the Alabamas and the Texas and the A&Ms and all of these other programs, it's going to turn real quick because this is an NIL world now and you better understand that and you better you better monetize that and you better do it quickly because everybody else is. Players are going to go to other places. I, they I are. Agree. I'm here because it's Ohio State. Yeah, I mean, look, it used to be yeah, great. As, hey, those, let's go to Ohio that State. day and age is gone. Yeah, that yes. day and age of players like me and Tyus is gone that grew up loving Ohio State. Don't get me wrong. You know, guys, I've been on some of these calls with some of these recruits in the NIL world just educating them about the foundation, some of the things we do for the current players on roster now and stuff like that. And I had, I cannot tell you how many calls I had with families. It's like, listen, we ain't got no allegiance to nobody. We going where the money is. We're going and I'm like this, I respect your decision. I respect your decision. Yeah. I mean, because listen. It's yeah. no, like the day and age, the day and age of me going into on a recruiting trip to these facilities and, oh, my God, they got three hot tubs. They got four PlayStation 3s. They got all this. They got that. They got a basketball court in here. I'm coming here because of that. That that stuff is gone. They like, oh, yeah, y'all got hot tubs in here? I need to go somewhere where I can get me a hot tub in my dorm. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So they like, well, honey, I want to buy me a hot tub. How do I buy me one? You know, Although Josh Rosen, the, the, the... Josh Rosen had a hot tub in his dorm. It didn't go oh. well for him. But anyway, hey, Cardell, <laughs> one last thing on, on playing again. You mentioned the Arena Football League's coming back. There was a team in Cleveland. I don't know if there's going to be. They say they're having 16 teams. I hope we get a team back in Cleveland, the Arena League. How cool would it be for you to be able to play for if we do have a Cleveland Arena team to play quarterback for them? You know what? I think um, when it comes to playing professional sports, um, I think, you know, it's always a great feeling if you're able to play for a hometown, if you play basketball, football, whatever it may be. And I was able to do that with Ohio State. That was great. So the love and support that you get as a hometown kid in whatever profession or whatever, um, you know, sports you're playing is always a little different than playing in another city. Yeah. Um, granted, I'm looking forward to playing in Boston. Never really had an opportunity to explore Massachusetts. And and, and um, really, I know they're a great sports town with, you know, the Celtics. You got the Patriots. You got the Red Sox. And some of the things they did on the college level as well. Um, but I think it would be a different vibe if I was able to play for a hometown team. Yeah, for sure. Two questions Last, real quick. Yeah. Um, your first impression when you met Tyvis for the first time, like, what oh. were you thinking? And you can also <laughs> tell, no tell, tell him where it was at. Tell, like, uh, give we us were, the story. It was in tell him it was in competition. Like, what what, I, do, Tyvis, what I do to you? <laughs> Tyvis, Oklahoma, Tyvis, really, you guys match it up? My, 
Did we do the circle drill before? Yeah, you you dogged me. I, we ain't even gonna talk about that. Though. That's, <laughs> oh, that's a, hey, you know, me. No, I don't want to hear that. I hammer so many people. I don't. I get it mixed up. You know what I'm saying? I get it mixed up. It's tell all them, a blur, Tyler. Tell them about the high school 707 at the Browns facility. What happened? Oh wow! So I threw a pass to mm. a All Pro <laughs> special teamers, Justin Hardy, baby. Yeah, that's for the right. New York Jets, Cleveland <laughs> native, what, what Illinois though? alum. You threw so it I to threw, a what, so what Justin happened? was in his Justin was in his young stage of his high school career. I was a <laughs> oh senior. I threw him a slant. It bounced off his chest. Tyvis picked it off for the game. Right? Did you steal the game with us? Steal game? Right? You know, I've been doing this steal, since ninety four. What off the receiver's chest? So what that mean? Was I call a game? If that's Justin would have Justin would have caught this ball and would have scored. Would have scored. No one was going to catch it. If, just like if, you were if, false, if, if was so, a fifth, we'd be drunk. What happened? Talk about yeah, the spring game. I agree. I agree. What so happened in the spring game? That. So, Tyvis, <laughs> Tyvis, everything you did, what about when I buried you in a circle drill? <laughs> what about this, that? What you talking what about? What you about talking about? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because you're talking about moving, practice listen, listen, stuff. You're talking about stuff listen, in practice. What a, I'm talking about Spring games are practice. And I smacked you. I smacked you on the sideline. Spring game is a game. It was 100,000 people there. I smacked you on the sideline. How about that? I didn't care. I I tackled you on the sideline. I laid you out. <laughs> I was out of I don't care. The only one I, I give don't you, care. I give you this one. In the pros, in the preseason, or you launched that ball out the stadium. I give you that one. <laughs> you did your oh, thing. Yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah. Right in front of Tyler's face. We scored. We scored. It was a it was a preseason game. We scored. I, I didn't score. I think. I think our running back scored, and he tried to spike the ball, and I hurry up and grabbed it from him, and I threw the ball out the stadium yeah. in front of Tyvis. Tyvis was, was like, was oh, man, blah, 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 blah. No, no, the, the, the most competitive time me and Tyvis ever been uh, uh, across from each other, actually, guys, and you guys are not going to believe this, actually came on a basketball court. <laughs> we was playing one-on-one. We played one-on-one, and when we was moving off campus, who's going to get the bigger room? And I bust his ear. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I let wait him minute. have it. Wait a minute. I let him have it. Do it. That's not true. That's Listen, not. So let me. Let's tell, look, tell, hey, tell guys. Full story. Guys, that won, look LeBron James had back in the day, game six with the Heat, that was me. Wait a minute. <laughs> First of all, that's not what happened. We played. What? I think he won one. I won the, the next one. But the next one was supposed to be it. We was like, we're going to play because it was a fluke. We're going to play. This is it. Right? I won. He got mad and said, well, oh my it's, God. It's, it's one to one. That's what you said. It's one to one. We got to play for it all. We played for it all after that. After I Cardale, already won. Cardale, he's and remembering he, this. Isn't wait, listen, he, he won. won two out of three. He, Selective he, he memory. sure did. He blew me out that last Selective game. I couldn't memory. do nothing with him. <laughs> he had Tyvis. I'm, I'm pretty sure you guys know, just like in the beginning of the show, when he's talking about he won and it's not tied up. Tyvis have selective memory. <laughs> so he remember, he remember what's Cardell, you So him. the series wasn't two all to I one. Remember, the series wasn't two to all one. I remember, Tyvis, all I remember is lightning. Tyvis, he I won. I don't CTE, care what the series bro, was. <laughs> <laughs> See, he knows. The series was two to one. I admit it. We played one the, final the game and he Harrison won. Hit you. Oh he won like God. 10 to nothing. It was unbelievable. I couldn't yeah. stop him. McNuggets. The James Harrison hit you. <laughs> Next question. Cardell, if you need any uh, Boston Rex, I went to school up there. I'll get you some good food spots. Last one before we let you go. I was down at your softball game. We all watched Tyvis attempt to play softball. (laughs) Would you care to comment on how Tyvis was the single worst Buckeye at that event? Bobby Carpenter was. Bobby Carpenter was? 
Yeah, actually, you know what? Bobby Carpenter was worse. Well, How Tyvis was the second worst at the event. Okay, so I don't think Tyvis. Tyvis actually can play a little. Um, you know, this year I'm I'm excited. I mean, what last two years, Tyvis, you've been on a losing team. No, 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 no. But his first year, he crushed us. Yeah, I'm about to say the first year we won. I didn't play the second year, and then the last year we lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Exactly, exactly. Um, but, you know, he already told me he's going to be in the batting cage. This year's a big year because we're doing former players versus current players. And, you know, we all know we we can never really solve that. Oh, we lost Cardale. Again. The players as far as teams and stuff like that. Um, but we don't have a chance to solve it on the softball field. So, we're excited about it. Well, go. that's awesome. Thanks, Cardale. Cardale thanks so man, much you're for awesome. coming on. Uh, in case you didn't know, if if Tyvis had decided to go the Major League Baseball route or the NBA route, he would have been the first overall pick in both drafts. Just ask him. But except for uh, yeah, golf, of course. golf, he would not have been uh, why, first. Why am I not surprised? Why am I not surprised? Yeah, it's the truth. <laughs> if I would have dedicated myself, Tennis, I'd be that guy. I'm just lacrosse. saying. Yeah, you, Bulls right. Yep. Ballet. Google, Google Tyvis Powell golf swing. That's all, and that's how we'll end it. Cardale, man, thanks, yeah, brother. Exactly. And thanks for all the great memories uh, at Ohio State. Gave us one hell of a ride, bro. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, guys. Have a good one. You bet. Right. There's a good Clevelander right there. That is. Did I didn't realize he went to Glenville, by the way. He's a great Clevelander. Mm. Did we, well, yeah, did, Glenville. Before we bring in our next guest, did we straighten out true or false yet or no? Yeah, and you're going to be even more pissed off, and I'll tell you why. After the guest, we missed a question. So we actually have one question oh left, and it's God. the best question. So we're going to do that later. But time right now, it is time to bring on Adam Suleiman of BetJack. BetJack is the official sports book yeah. of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Download the app today. They have lines for literally everything you could possibly imagine on, including will I screw up true and false next week? I'll explain what happened oh, I'm taking on the, the back yes end. That's why the odds would not be good on that. But BetJack is the sportsbook you need to download. You are silly not to. BetJack, not only the official sportsbook of Ohio, it's the official sportsback of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Memberships, guys, we got to mention that as always. For $1.99, you get to be part of our starters tier membership. You get the loyalty badges, custom emojis, membership only perks, coaches tier, all those same starter perks. It's $4.99 a month. It's less than 60 bucks a year. Not a lot of money. You get overtime videos, member shoutouts, discount codes. You also get to text with us during select Cavs games. Jason did it last week. He's doing it again for the game on the 15th. Should be an awesome time. I forget who the Cavs are playing that night, but they're playing somebody at home on the 15th. Jason will be back texting. They're playing and with that, somebody at home. Oh, yeah. Let's so welcome Adam, Adam Suleiman. Hey, Adam, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for joining us. Oh, I want to nice. start with this because we knew when gambling, sports gambling became legal in Ohio, it would be big. But I, I, to me, it's been even bigger than I thought. It's been massive. <laughs> Is it big, much bigger than you guys thought? Yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty much in lines with our expectation. We, we thought it was going to be big, especially yeah. the retail sports books downtown Cleveland. I mean, it's been jamming down there. Really, uh, you know, I don't know if there's a better way to watch a game than in a sports book. I'm sure you guys have been it to It feels like Vegas. Yeah, it's, it's it like really Vegas. It really feels like yeah, Vegas Yeah, down there. for sure, for sure. Um, to, to, to his point, it's eclipsed what you expected. How much of that do you think, well, it's new, it's a novelty, and are you, are you expecting it that it will eventually tail, down, tail off, or do you think this is sustainable? Yeah, I think it is sustainable. Actually, I think it grows for the next two years, really. Wow, really? Uh, yeah, we think it hits maturity around year two, three, uh, somewhere in there. Um, you know, I, I do think there's a lot of people just testing it out, right? We're seeing a lot of very, you know, straight-line bets on, hey, that's my favorite team. I just want to see them win right, type right. of thing. Just for the action. Yeah, it's but, you, you know, you see a lot of that in early in markets. You know, I, I still think they're – 
there are a lot of gamblers here in the in the state of Ohio that are still probably uh, betting with the old way that they were betting on sports, and so we got to get them converted to the legal. You right. know, how do you do uh, that? Just by getting them to experience the app and show them the different things you yeah, have. Yeah, that's exactly right. I think it's about product and experience, you know, and I think customers are comfortable with what they've been doing for the last, you know, whatever couple decades. You know, for those that have been betting and maybe not so. Yeah, right. <laughs> not so and you don't have to worry about getting your legs broken. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, we don't do that. doesn't do that. They take advantage of breaking your legs. You know, one question I have is, I imagine if you thought you could just saunter up Super Bowl Sunday and chill at the sports book, like, is it rented? Is it is it spoken for? Or can fans just? literally show up at six o'clock on Sunday and watch the game there. Yeah, come on down for sure. I mean, there certainly are parts of the sports book that are spoken for, right? There's some folks that have made reservations and they place some large wagers on the game. And so we give them some special accommodations there. But but look, there's plenty of room inside our casino. You guys have been there. Yeah. Um, and the sports book is massive, right? It's it's probably the biggest one in the state. Will Tyvis's $25 bet be enough for yeah. special accommodations? Ooh, or no? I, don't I, don't know. Know. No. I don't know. I don't know. We'll, I, we'll I, step him up. We'll I've talk. noticed we'll a lot of people I'll upgrade you. <laughs> uh, at least on my Twitter following, a lot of people I know are doing a lot of parlays and stuff. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I, I think the, people get so caught up in the parlays because you can win a lot of money, but they're risky. You know, yeah. you're, you're probably better off just making one straight. I don't know. I guess it depends, but. Uh, what have the par has the parlay betting been much bigger than expected or no? You know it hasn't actually. Oh, so okay. for for us, we're seeing a lot of like like I said, single yeah. single okay. bets, right? So I just want I want the Browns to win, I want the Cavs to win. That's my team. I want right. to you know have a little skin in the game. Um, we are starting to see that. We. It, it's kind of a maturing of the market, right? So folks come in and they're like, okay, I want to bet on the Cavs to win the game. It's like, I want the Cavs to win and I want the over. And it's like, I yeah. want the Cavs to win, I want the over, and I want, you know, this player to hit, you know, 15% of their free throws in the game, right? Yeah. So there's, we're definitely seeing maturity in our customer base as they start to explore yeah. different types of markets. And I don't, I mean, for me, those parlays, especially long leg parlays, 16 leg parlays, I mean, those are, they're like lottery tickets, right? right? They really are. It's like Powerball. I'm, yeah. no, I'm, I'm a fringe guy. I go to the casino and I'm, I, you know, I, I go play blackjack. They gave me, uh, everybody gave me a free $200. I lost all them $200 on that. <laughs> I lost all that. Now you're into your money. Yeah, I'm going to go, no, babe, I'm not doing that. I, told you, <laughs> I don't do that, sweetheart. Um, but for y'all, when y'all doing parlays or y'all coming up with these NFL bets and and some of the over unders, is y'all just sitting there in a group think a group tank? Do you got like no. five dudes or yeah. <laughs> oh who, who who's putting in on these these wagers? How y'all coming up with this? Yeah, well, I mean, we have a, a, a kind of a small army of we call them traders, right? So these are the folks that put the markets together for us, uh, and and they're all over the, the the world. Actually, we've got folks in Europe, we've got folks in the U.S., we have folks in Manila. Um, and they they kind of put all these markets together. They determine the probability, of the outcomes, and that's how we set the lines. And some of it's uh, some of it's using you know ML and AI, right? And so these big heavy models that determine what the probability of an outcome is. And some of it is just you know guys sitting in a room saying, hey, you know what? We'd like to put like we just had we just launched a an Ohio special, right? So we're the only company that's based in Ohio. So we'd like to build these these bets that are specific to Ohio oh, that's customers, fun. right? That's yeah. So okay. we just built one called the Ohio MVP, right? And if if the MVP of the Super Bowl is from Ohio, then you win this bet, right? Mm. And so it's you know twelve to one. There's some you know, the Kelsey brothers Kelsey's, are in there. Yeah. You got Frank Clark, which you know he right. could have himself a game. We got a punter, but uh, rarely does a punter win. Yeah. The MVP of the Super I mean, he's gonna have to do something pretty special. Adam, but, speaking, uh, speaking of the MVP, <laughs> I, I, I correct. What, what are the Chiefs on the money line right now? Uh, that's you know it's a good question. I didn't look yeah. today, but okay. it's you know but they were like it's plus a tight game. 105 maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I think 
Patrick Mahomes was like plus 135 maybe to win the MVP. Um, to me, it would make sense. I, I, I would just bet Patrick Mahomes to win the MVP because if the Chiefs win, he's probably going to win the MVP. Right, right. So why are you seeing a lot of people betting that instead of betting – the Chiefs' money line are betting Mahomes MVP, or are you not seeing that? No, it's, it's Does really, that make sense to you? Yeah, it, it does make sense. Um, and, and we're actually seeing a pretty even mix, right? I mean, I think most customers get the, yeah. I want the Chiefs to win, right? right. I got that. That's yeah. pretty straightforward. Once you start getting into the MVP bets, the, the number of customers that will bet that type of yeah. drops off. Um, but, you know, it, it, I think customers in Ohio aren't as price-sensitive now as they will be probably in two months three sure. months from now so they're not looking at like like you or right, like right. hey the what's the plus money on this right, right, right they're right. They're, hey. they're doing it to enjoy themselves and to, and to have a little more action in the game and and uh and i think that that's probably the right approach for a new market i should take it back to the basics because i'm saying plus 135 yeah, and half our audience doesn't like, know what, what that means yeah, can, yeah. you explain, yeah. can you explain that to the to the ladies? yeah sure so plus one th- 135 you know that means you bet 100 bucks and you get 135 uh you win 135 dollars so that's that's all that means right right and when you get into negative money right so a negative 110 uh, you'd have to bet $110 to win 100 So that's yeah. that's all that means. And it's folks in Europe are like, you guys are especially. crazy, right? There's they, they have different odds. They, right. they have their odds set up differently in Europe. They're like, man, that is confusing for us. And yeah. then we look at European odds, and we're like, man, that's confusing Yeah, that us, is so. rocket science. <laughs> yeah. Baseball, and, I mean, and with basketball and football, it's really about the point spreads. Sure. But with baseball, there there really is there really isn't point. I mean, are there? I can't. I've always bet it on, you know. And, like, you, you know, click, uh, you have a great pitcher go, and they could be – Minus yeah. 250, minus 350, Pitcher whatever. makes all the difference in the world in, yeah. in the MLB. Yeah, and the run total is a big bet for MLB sure. as well. Right, right. Um, you know, but, yeah, look, right now it's all about basketball and certainly the big game this Sunday. Yeah. The prop bets are fun, and, and I've always wondered about this. I've never talked to anybody from a casino on this. I, I, they always throw a line down for the over-under on the length of the national anthem. Yeah. I don't know if they're still doing that. Yeah. But that's always surprised me because that's recorded. For sure. So there's an answer to that, yeah. a knowable answer before the bet is placed. How do you avoid, say, the Fox audio person recording and running audio for the National Anthem recorded version and then saying, oh, it was 158, Jay, what's the over? Jay, they break legs over there. <laughs> <laughs> I wondered this. I wondered if I'm doing that, I almost say we have to record five different versions, all different lengths. Well, yeah. but it's not just and that. that there's, there's, you can bet on the Gatorade flavor. These things are known, too. Yeah, you can control that so much, yeah. but that is a fixed, What the singer's going to wear. Knowable. Yeah. I'm so our, our regulator in, in Ohio has said those bets are not allowed. So in Ohio, and there's oh, other oh, jurisdictions in the U.S. that have done this, too, the bet has to be something that's settled on the field of play, right? Like it has to be part toss. of the competition. The coin toss, they can't, we can't do that one either. Really? Yeah, it's Why? Not because re- it's 50-50? It's, it's really not a sport, right? The coin oh. toss itself is not the sport. Uh, mm. The game is the sport. And so Ohio's not the only jurisdiction like that. Some jurisdictions do take bets on the color of the Gatorade and, and who's going to win the Bachelorette. So yours we are don't all game-related. It's game-related. Will Travis Kelsey have over seven catches? That's right. Yeah. Yes. And the cross-sport ones, which can be fun with the Super Bowl, you, you guys – have some good ones there. Yeah, give me an example of what you're. you're well, I mean, like uh, who's going to have? Will 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 uh, will Patrick Mahomes throw more touchdowns than some player on will the Blue Jackets? Will the Eagles outscore goal? Joel Embiid if they if the <laughs> right, Sixers right, have a game like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, those are cool. I, we we don't put them in ours. Um, okay. And we've not really seen demand for them, frankly. Yeah. Like we've done specials like that, like you know, cross sports specials where we right. actually build a bet to do that very thing. Like we. Recently had a, a tie a tie in between the the Cincinnati Bengals game and a Cavaliers game that was happening right, uh, uh, right around the same time, and we, so we tied those two together. 
Some customers like it, right? Really. You got to really love both of those teams to go after something like that. I would that, think so. with like a Browns and an Indians game on a Sunday. Yeah, yeah sure. Maybe, maybe you could do yeah. something like that. Do you have, um, I've, I've worked with a guy at ESPN who was a researcher and his background was the, one of the casinos. Okay. So he was so analytic, which was why he was perfect for research at ESPN. Yeah. But I was fascinated that he worked there and I used to have countless conversations with him about just how precise all of this is. And his advice to me was, don't bet. You can't beat us. <laughs> We're smarter than you. And yeah. I go, okay, you're smarter than the average fan. But if you're figuring this stuff out, others can too. Sure. Yeah, I mean, look, I certainly don't claim to be smarter than our, than our customers. That's for sure. And, and, and we get beat every single day. Every sure. single day I see bets come through and we're like, man, that guy crushed us. And Are you allowed to talk about the value of bets? Like, what's the biggest bet that's been placed there so far? Yeah, we don't, we don't really don't like do to that. go into that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd love to. <laughs> <laughs> like, some cat walk in and give me a million. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As, long yeah. As, as long as you're betting within your means, it's fine. Yeah. Sure, yeah. No, it is. You, you want to know that, too, I do want to know. That's a good question. <laughs> he gave y'all that corporate look here. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, I was going to do that. Or I could tell you, but I'd have to break your legs. Right, look. Well, if y'all getting into prop betting, will y'all sponsor the uh, true or false, you know, I'm like the heavy favorite to win. Yeah, yeah. So I'm pretty sure my eyes would be pretty low. Yeah, I, I think I think we could do that for sure. <laughs> See that? Yeah, we could yeah. do that. We could put a bet a, a line out there. There can't for be that. the shenanigans going on like we, we have. We don't even know. Listen, we don't even know our for ourselves. Listen, listen, yeah. listen. Me. We have come back. The three of us have concluded. Uh, we yeah. don't want to hear about it from you guys. That anymore. we were we are going to hammer down the rules of true and false. We will get with Betjack. We'll set lines. Okay. We'll put yeah. it out on That's YouTube, great. And we will make sure the production of this is at an all time high. I'm very distracted today, for the record. I yeah, got something I know. big going on. You're tonight. doing your comedy set. And tonight. we had a DD on. We were looking at an extra screen. That should be. Crazy. That should be the bet right how now. How many tomatoes? Yeah, how many tomatoes is thrown out during your comedy debut? I'm curious. What uh, what are what are future? Are people betting a lot of futures like on the, oh, on yeah. the Guardians, even on the Browns for next year? Can you do that? For sure. Already? Yeah, the Brown. Yeah, you can bet the Browns. Cincinnati might be uh, might be a better can take you, for right now. Can you bet on Cal McCord winning the Heisman for Ohio State? Um, you can bet future Heisman winners for okay. sure. Yep, you yeah. can what definitely about this? do that. I have a hunch here, guys. Spoil it right now. <laughs> I think Jason Kelsey's going to catch a touchdown in this game. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Who? The, the odds of that yep. are probably pretty long. The yep, they are. They're extremely long. But I want to place a bet on that. And here's yeah. why. First of all, when Philly won its last Super Bowl in Minneapolis, they beat the Patriots. What was the play? Everyone Philly was talking special. about Philly special. No. Can a center catch and a pass? No, he can't. But it doesn't mean he can't line up as a tight end and goal line. Well, then uh, there's high alerts. He has a defender. I'm like, why is he doing that? Yeah, exactly. So you still got to stop it. 
Like Mike Vrabel, when trust, Mike Vrabel was trust, in the game, everybody I, knew, oh, well, I, he, they're going to throw this ball to well, It was 50-50 because they were actually running yeah. the ball on the goal Yeah, but line when Vrabel well. was in, it was an inordinate, his touchdown per play ratio. He got 10 ratio. touchdown catches, yeah. actually. Yeah, and so he didn't line up very well. What are the odds of that? Do we know? Do you know that? Place? I don't know the odds. I mean, yeah. that, is, uh, that is a very obscure market you just yeah, brought it up. it is. I'm sure we have it, but, uh, but yeah, it's going to be very because long Because how cool odds. would it be if Travis and Jason both, both. catch a touchdown? Or maybe score a touchdown. Maybe they line him up as... You know, the up back no. and a goal line. That and they give I don't it see it. If y'all want to lose your money, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> hey, the fridge, the fridge scored a touchdown. At the Adam, end of the day, have, it's about winning the do game. Do you guys have a breakdown yeah, of geographically in the state, like where the most Sure. Oh, yeah. Wow. What does that look like? Yeah. I mean, look, we're uh, we're based here in Cleveland, so sure. the majority of our customers are in the Cleveland market. But we we certainly have uh, a robust following down in Cincinnati and Columbus as well. And yeah. and we had you know we had casinos all around the the state for a right. while there. We had one in Cincinnati, so we have a lot of customers that remember us and remember right. our brand and and are doing business with us again. Uh, we also had a property in Detroit, so we had a lot of folks from Toledo that were very familiar right. with us. So Toledo's been good for us, but Cleveland is is our home. Are you what seeing that your most most of the action is on the app? Oh, yeah, no question. Yeah, yeah for so sure. So the in-person yeah. isn't as big a piece of it. Does that line up with what other states are doing too? Yeah. the mobile is so easy. It is. It, it really is easy. And, you know, I think the the beauty about mobile is that you can kind of take your time to make your bet. You know, I think there's still a lot of customers in the state of Ohio that are maybe a little intimidated to walk up to the counter and, right. and place a bet, which they don't have to be. Like our our, our cashiers are very patient, right? Because we know customers have not been doing this for very long. Right, and yeah. so. But yeah, certainly the, the mobile app is is going to be the majority of the revenue that. that has what about in-house traffic since Jan one? It's been great. It, it, yeah. Is it doubled? Is it up fifty percent? Yeah, I mean we we've certainly seen uh, traffic go up probably twenty-five to thirty percent. Really? Um, yeah, and, and a lot of it helps with the home schedule, right? You've got home calves. You know, we had the Browns at home that opening weekend, which was uh, bananas, and so. You know, it, that's really helped us a lot. And, and and I think at the end of the day, customers were just excited to get sports betting live. And so we've had a lot of customers just come down and visit the sports book and either not place a bet at all, at all or just place a bet for, you know, five bucks just because they've never placed a bet on a sports book. Right. Sure. Just for the fun of it. We, yeah. we, 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 miss some, we miss some guys. We, we ain't talked about March Madness. Do you have anything planned oh, that's for the tournament? Nuts. That has to be pretty nice. That's well, it's going to be, first yeah. Week. It's going to be a big party for sure, right? I mean, you know, Super Bowl's huge. March Madness is massive. And in net-net, right, across the, the spectrum of a year, basketball generates more revenue in sports betting than, than the NFL does, right? So a lot College of people, or NBA are all together? Uh, all together, all together. In fact, actually, just That's NBA alone outpaces me. NFL. Uh, is that just because there's more inventory? Just more games. Yeah, more games. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, that's right. And it goes on for a longer period of time. Sure, yeah. right. So... Yeah, I mean, we we certainly expect March Madness to be, you know, to be exciting, right? Our goal when we built the place was to build an environment that's Vegas light, and, mm -hmm. and, and I feel like we've certainly accomplished that with our properties. One of the pieces that had a lot of folks worried in the state was that people are going to get in over their head. They're sure. going to they're going to do things that they're they're going to bet money that they don't yeah. have to lose. Talk about some of the tools that you guys have on your app yeah. that are sort of parameters. They're they're they're. Gutter bumpers yeah. to keep people from going in the gutter. Yeah, I mean it's it, it's an important topic that you bring up, and so we we deployed within our product uh, a couple of features that allow customers to limit their their activity on the product, right? So and you, you set your own limits. You can set your own limits. Yeah, that's oh. exactly right. So you set how much you want to be able to deposit every week, every month. You know how much you how much time you want to spend in the product. You can set all kinds of different limits that, you know, look if you feel like you have a propensity to 
to sit on that app and just hammer away on, on live bets and you don't want to do that, right? There are customers that want to do that and they're totally within their means and that's fine. Uh, but there are other customers that recognize like, hey, this could get away from me. And so um, so we allow them to set limits for that themselves. Reminds, that reminds me you do it. That's like you go to a cash, the one of those cash to payday loans joints. <laughs> and they tell you, you've, you've been to another payday loan. <laughs> you know you can't get any more money. I'm thinking like they on the app like, nah, bro, you spent 2000 You know you only make 1500 yeah. a month. You part time. <laughs> You're out. Yeah. And, and, and there are a lot of good resources in the state for folks that, that actually do experience problem gambling. And, and it's real. It is relatively rare in the grand scheme of, of the population. Right. Uh, but it does happen. And, and for folks that 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 are in that boat, you know, we certainly want to be able to provide them the resources. It's always that bold they message, but bet what yeah, you can afford to lose. Does. But you know right. what? And that's yeah. it. I believe in personal responsibility. Sure. And yeah. I, I've always believed that that even though gambling or drugs or alcohol, or whatever, can be dangerous for some people. That we have to have personal responsibility as a society, sure. and we shouldn't make laws to outlaw law. In my opinion, and I think it was long overdue that sports gambling is legal in the state. And I'm glad it's going on, and I'm glad because people were doing it anyway. For sure. Now they can do it in a safe environment right. where now, they don't have to worry about getting in trouble. Two thirds of the states have it. Yes. Um, where you know, once upon a time, you, you had to go to Vegas or you had to go to Atlantic City, and that was it. And now, I imagine. That Vegas is... They must be losing money. I, I would think that they would be because the market now is split 33 ways. Yeah, uh, you might be right. I, I, I would actually... My gut instinct is that we've actually grown the market of people that bet on sports, right? True. Because yeah. because the reality is, is if you wanted to bet on sports in Ohio before January 1st, you kind of had to jump through some, through some hoops and you had, probably had to do some things that most people would be uncomfortable with, right? True. Because That's it was true. illegal. You true. were yeah. literally breaking the law. Right. And, and you, you know, you're probably dealing with folks that maybe you wouldn't want to deal with on a day-to-day -day basis. And now that it's yeah. break your legs. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know if that was happening, yeah, yeah. but you know, certainly it's. Oh, yeah. I've heard it did once or twice. I'm <laughs> uh, something for you, Adam. What do you have? I just want to say thank you for coming in, Adam. BetJack has been an awesome sponsor with us as we uh, we go through, and hopefully we can work on some UCSS specific lines. Maybe not on the actual app. I don't know if people want to really bet on us but we'd love to have some props to incorporate in some of our games here hey, anything, anything we can do fun. to support the show we're happy to thank you that's great adam thank you very much yeah thank you guys Appreciate and it. uh if you haven't been to the actual facility the downtown space go um the, the atmosphere i what, what i heard that they wanted to make it vegas like i said well, I want a pony for Christmas. <laughs> and I just didn't think it was doable. But you guys hit the mark. When you're there, yeah, thank you. you don't know that you're not in the desert in Nevada. It's it's really, really special. The so energy's If you haven't been, go now. check it out. And uh, and it's right next to Hilarities, by the way. It is. Tonight, which is our comedy show. Oh, by the way, <laughs> ignore that picture of G. Bush that they have when you come into Bet Jack at all the entries. Ignore that. They like they like him. Yeah, see, we all good, man. Don't, don't profile me. I'm in here. <laughs> but, yeah, tonight... 7.30, Hilarities, Pickwick and Frolic on East 4th. It is finally the time for our comedic debut. It's probably going to be terrible. Are you nervous yet? Why ain't nobody asking? You know what? I, it's funny. I wasn't nervous till I did so bad at True and False, and now I'm worried that I'm too distracted by things. <laughs> yeah, that because I, I got to tell you, you were not, your mind was not in I'm, True I'm and False. I'm not here today. Well, no. my, my thing is this. Why are we ever asking Anthony? Is He, he got to go up there too, right? Because he doesn't I'm have a terrified. mic, but he's right there. <laughs> he said, I'm he terrified. He just said he's terrified. Uh, so, hey, real quick, we did get some sound from the Kelseys from Media Day. Oh, good. The Kelseys are Cleveland Heights legends. So let's listen to the best minute 30 of the two Kelseys and be ready to laugh. All right, let's 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 roll it. It was awesome. I, I, Cleveland Heights is such a, a, a beautifully unique area. Um, it's got an incredible diversity of culture, incredible diversity of income. Like, you kind of get a, a great grasp of 
uh, a lot of different things in this country growing up there. And we're, we're truly blessed to go there, to go to school in Cleveland Heights High School. Uh, we love growing up in the Heights. I put my nuts on my brother's drumsticks for sure. Chaos, but, but, uh, but enjoyable chaos. Yeah, I think it was a lot of fun, a lot of broken windows, a lot of uh, uh, shattered things around the house that my parents had to deal with. But um, man, it was, it was one thing after the other. We played all, as many sports as you could play, music, uh, martial arts, I mean, we did everything. And my parents did in us. Who won all the fights? Jason won every fight but one. And that was the last fight. That was the last fight. <laughs> and I'm not going to be going to say that I win, because I'd be silly to say that I won. But I definitely gave him my all, and he stopped fighting me after that. I held my own. Oh, Travis. He's, uh, he, it's not even a question. My dad used to threaten that he'd let me hit him if he kept antagonizing me. And then one time they did let me hit him, and my mom said, not in the face! And so, <laughs> <laughs> we already know. We already know that he's got the little ones, and that, that, that grows the heart even bigger for someone. So he, he's definitely got mama's love more right now. Well, yeah, you dream about it. I mean, I think we more dream about being on the same team, but this is pretty good. It's close enough. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm at home, I love the melt. Uh, town Hall is always a great spot. You can get a good burger there. There you go. Ooh, I second that town hall comment. It is a good burger. Yeah, that no town hall's got great food all the way around. Who won I, true and false, man. Okay, so well, you, you can't let you, that wait, go. Do you guys want to settle you? the debate? Yeah. Here's what we're gonna do. You hurt. I admit, hands by up. the way, we expect apologies from the three of you back there. You, <laughs> you, well, you know what? Part of the reason is that every time we start to talk, Bull interrupts us. Yes. And then we get into a whole other train of thought. So we're gonna because, implement a because two, Jay and Jay and Tyvis were out of control, and you guys let it get worse. Hell, and then was, you and then a, you yell at us, and then it becomes a giant cluster truck. So what we're gonna do is right, go implement ahead. truck. You like how I did that? FCC approved. Go what we're gonna do is we're gonna implement a two score. You can only ask to score twice. You can't ask every question twice All right. throughout the game. Very and we good. did skip a question today. So right now, after reviewing the tape, Tyvis is up one. Yeah, that's what I thought. Tyvis actually is up one, but there hey, is yep. one question left. Thank you. <laughs> so okay, we're going to do the last question in the last three minutes. Yeah, because Bull or G could tie you. Yes, so we're going to do the last question. Okay. This is question eight, which and we I'm skipped And I'm two behind, earlier. so I can't. So G and I are one back, you say? If you, yes. The actual score has Tyvis up one, G and Bull. We went back. We watched the tape. We will correct See, this. Okay. Every time if Tyvis gets this right, 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 he is officially the winner. We got it. We got I, it. Tyvis, are you win. ready? Uh, no. If you put the answer we, down, we you cannot change it. Go ahead. Let's take the question. The University of Cal has produced more quarterbacks who have started in the Super Bowl than any other university in America. True or false? Well, I mean, does oh, no. Michigan get – get nine for Brady? No, no, like Brady counts as one. Okay. Not appearances total, but just quarterbacks right. who have started the Super Bowl. Um, and I have a tiebreaker if we are tied after this. Wait, let me see that question again. The University of Cal has produced more quarterbacks who have started in the Super Bowl than any other school in America. All right, here we go. Got your answers? Let's go. Tyvis says true. Yeah. Bull says false. G says true. J says false. If this is true, Tyvis has rightfully won his eighth title. And if it's false, he and I are tied. Yeah. Steve, let's take it. They and G finishes second Super again. Bowl starting quarterbacks. And, uh, and G Bush. Do you want to guess real quick? 
G. Bush second uh, place continues. Aaron Rodgers was That's Cal. That's one. There's four more. Um, old boy from uh, old boy from uh, he plays for the uh, Detroit Fouts. Jared Goff. Jared Goff. Jared Goff. Jim Plunkett. Did was Dan Stanford. Fouts play there? No, he did not. Oh. Listen, man. I that, would. I, I have never heard of the other three. Listen, so I just read hold off? on. Let me get my speech in because it, I, I I earned it. This you time. have one minute. It's your final. Who are the other three? Quickly. My, my, uh, Joe Cap, Craig Morton, Vince Ferragamo. Oh, yeah, Vince Ferragamo, Craig Morton. I listen, this, I got Ferragamo. Shut up, G. I got I got one minute. <laughs> listen. This right here, winning, winning this true or false is just like going through life. You know, it's going to be a lot of ups and downs. There's going to be a lot of people that stand in your way. But what you got to do is you got to rise to overcome these obstacles that come in your way. <laughs> so this one is the truly special right here. I earned it. Even though I was trying to be cheated out of it, you can't stop greatness. That's one thing that you can't stop. You can't stop what's meant to happen. And I'm just meant to be the champ. That's just what it is. <laughs> Overtime's next. Favorite LeBron moments coming up. Hey, we'll see you at the. <laughs> I'm not going to drop right. Be there. Anthony and McNugget. No and Eddie Mike tonight. Holtz. I can't believe our number one fan Eddie's not. Coming I'll end it by saying Frick. I ain't gonna say the word LeBron. Are you going? Yes, I'll be there. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.